Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All good things, my friends. Want to remind you the BetQL five-star weekend hosted by WFAN Sean Morash and Pat Boyle is your go-to for wagertainment insights. Use BetQL's star rating system. They break down the top bets of the day and week ahead with their experience and wit. Morash and Boyle make sports betting accessible and entertaining. It's got to have some entertainment in there. Tune in for informed analysis and predictions to elevate your betting game. BetQL five-star weekend airs 9 to noon Eastern. So now you got your weekend set with... My man, Mark Drumheller. I'm Jim Rodriguez. All good things on this President's Day weekend. Hope you're off. If not, enjoy. We'll give you some uh, ways to make a couple of bucks. You know, maybe you're making overtime. Time and a half. Here's a little bit more to sprinkle on that paycheck. Bringing in now, we are this close, this close. Spring training games start on Thursday, 39 days to opening day. And our guy, MLB Dream, joins us. He's a baseball contributor to FTN Fantasy, FTN Bets. And Dream, I'm a Dodger fan. I live in Miami. Mark's a Phillies guy. I'll tell you what, nothing more to look forward to but good baseball coming up. Thanks for hanging out with us today. And I guess my first question is spring training. This is your jam, brother. Yeah, I've been doing a countdown for what, a couple months now. And this is always my favorite time of the year. There's really large edges in in spring training. If uh, you know where to look and where to get the information and I can't wait, man. Like you said, it's here, it's on Thursday and we have a kind of a, not a large slate, but a handful of games on Friday. So I'm ready to get going. So yeah, so 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 I'll I'll kick us off here, and I guess that's the first question. Really, all my friends tell me, oh, so you're into you're into sports betting? Okay, cool. How do you bet spring training? Well, how do you bet spring training, dude? Well, I mean, yeah, it's tough. A lot of people tell you this is kind of a degenerate behavior, but in a lot of these smaller markets, it's really inefficient, and you can actually beat the lines. We've actually been averaging about forty to fifty cents closing line value the last couple years in spring training. It's a race for the information. Like pretty much nobody knows who's, you know, you have an idea of who's going to be in the lineup. You have the idea of who might pitch an inning or two. But other than that, it's a race for the information and not even the sports books really know. So if you're able to get your hand on, uh, you know, who's might be pitching after the starter and who's pitching the last few innings, it can give you a really big advantage. Lineups probably don't drop till a couple hours before first pitch. So the second that comes out, people are pretty much racing to uh to get a bet in and it's pretty much just reading as many beat reporters articles as you can and just getting as much information as you can and kind of projecting lineups and pitching rotations daily 
I think the hardest part of spring training for a lot of bettors is especially ones that might not be as advanced in betting than, you know, baseball spring training is differentiating like the smoke from the noise, right? Like what do they see that's actually going to show them value? Is there anything that you look for like during your process in the actual games when they're happening that can, you know, show you know, value on the player or even the team level, right? Could be a team and they're like, hey, they're doing this lineup or whatnot. Is there anything that you particularly look for that sticks out? Definitely, man. Um, More from a team level and you don't necessarily pay attention to the results. Obviously, like a starting pitcher's velocity is something that is sticky uh, for the for the regular season. But I'm not, you know, worried about some guy hitting 350 or a really good player hitting 150. What I do look for is it tells you how deep a team is in a certain area. If they have a bunch of, uh, you know, back on the rotate, back in the end of the rotation depth, those guys are going to be battling it out towards the end of spring training, kind of when everyone else is kind of getting ready for the season. Those guys are still out there trying to win a job. And so it tells you uh, where a team actually has a strength and also their weaknesses. Um, so then after, because a lot of those guys will get cut and picked up by another team that has a hole at that certain position. So it just gives you a better idea of a team's uh, strength and weaknesses going to the regular season. I think more so than even just watching the market right now and just kind of looking at the team's roster and their depth that way. Dream, we, we talked about it earlier on in the show that, you know, for it's hard to bet spring training because we don't know lineups and players. Well, we also are missing some pretty significant people who haven't signed, you know, probably top of the list is Blake Snell, the reigning Cy Young award winner. He's, he's the two time Cy Young award winner. Doesn't have a team, you know, maybe coincidence, maybe not. He's a Scott Boris client. Where is he going to sign? What are the odds? Where, where is he going? We, we've heard all these places. What do what do you got? What are you putting your money on? I mean, that's what makes it so difficult, especially betting futures right now, is there's a lot of handful of players that, you know, will put teams over the top and make them legit contenders or even favorites and other teams that will kind of round out the bottom half of their rotation or lineup. It's sounding like Snell is going to New York. Um, we really don't know, but uh, Boris apparently countered to the Yankees offer recently. Who knows if they'll be able to come to agreement. But if that does happen, I don't think it looks too good for my O's in the uh, American League East there. That'll just give the, the Yankees an absolutely stacked rotation. And this is one of the few teams we've heard Snell mentioned with. So I'd just assume at this point it's the Yankees. Let's shift over to the Baltimore Orioles. Obviously, some injuries to the pitching staff. Um, You never want to see that this early in the season. They were probably the most fun team for me to watch uh, during the year last year. So I want to see them kind of take that, you know, next step. But do you see them making a move for another pitcher? You know, possibly could they be in the race for like Montgomery or somebody who's still out there? Or do they just go through the season with what they have and maybe try and, you know, pick up another arm at the deadline? Like, how do you see them dealing with the injuries that, that they've seen so far? It's tough. They do have some depth in the rotation. Tyler Wells was one of their best starting pitchers last year, for the, at least for the first half. And they had him plan to pitch in the bullpen. He'll be back in the rotation. I assume that the prices will be even more, even higher at the deadline. So I'm not really sure um, what their plan is. But it's, it's pretty, I don't want to say it's rare, but it's, you know, with Snell and Montgomery out there, they could make another splash. I, I don't see them doing that. My guess is they, you know, internally either Cole Irvin is going to be the five and Tyler Wells at the four at this point, which doesn't give me that much confidence going into the year. Because like you said, they're such a great, young, fun team. I had a great time watching them last year. The most fun I've had watching the Orioles and I can't remember since when. Um, but it's a little disappointing to have those injuries, especially right at this point. Um, I don't see them going out and spending, you know, another 
hundred million or whatever it's going to take to sign Snell and Montgomery. Yeah. So how does that affect any sort of win total for you with the Orioles specifically? Because I mean, obviously we've seen the we've seen the extremes. We've seen the Dodgers one hundred three and a half over at BetMGM. We've seen the A's at the bottom at. 56 and a half. The Orioles won 100 games last year. They started at 90 and a half. Do these injuries going to affect, you know, am I, I still think that's a pretty good number for them at 90 and a half. It is. Um, I think I might even saw something around 89 uh, over the weekend. The thing about it is this is a market that I would potentially maybe even wait for an in-season number on. But after looking at the schedule, the Orioles have one of the softest April schedules in the league. They do end the end April with, I think, three or four against the Yankees. But other than that, that might be only one of two teams, I think, that are above 500 that they're facing. So I don't hate, uh, you know, over 89 at, at this point or even a bet on the Orioles division, thinking that it, the number will be, you know, won't be as there won't be as much value there at the end of April. But it's nothing that I'm running, rushing out to bet, to be honest. Tell me a little bit about your process um, just as far as like home run props, right? They've been obviously wildly popular on a game-to-game basis. When you're looking at like home run props or even like season-long home run totals, do you have any bets out there? And how do you typically attack those markets? So I'm not a general, I'm not someone that bets a bunch of hitting props in season, but I did actually Mm -hmm. bet a a couple home run season long props. And my process kind of there is a guy that was either injured or didn't have great results the previous year. That's maybe being a little bit underestimated going into the season. And I went ahead and bet uh, Fernando Tatis at over 32 and a half home runs. I think that's up at about 34 and a half now. I would still bet at 33 and a half if, if you can find that. But he's someone that, you know, wasn't coming off a full off season. We all, we all know his injury concerns. And then the other one I bet was um, Jordan Alvarez, who I think mm. only played in the missed about 40 or 50 games last year. So I thought his number was a little low as well. I got that at over 36 and a half. I'd be fine there with over 37 around minus 110, minus 115. But it's just guys that get barrel the ball up continuously might not have the best results in terms of luck, batted ball luck. But I think that you can, can you barrel up the ball and uh, hit a bunch of long balls. Staying nice. in the staying in that NL West a dream with the uh, Dodgers. I mean, we talked about 103 and a half is their is their total. It it's how do you how do you bet this team? I mean, I mean, I like Mookie Betts as MVP. For, my analysis would be he's because he's moving to second base, so his metrics, his numbers are going to jump out the page at people because he's a second baseman as opposed to an outfielder. How, how do you bet the Dodgers? How do, how do you get your head around a team that's supposed to be good, that's supposed to win it all, and already has a 103-and-a-half win total? It's hard. I mean, I do see them winning more than 103 games, but I'm not going to go out and bet that number either. It's just where it is now. You could have gotten 97 or even 98 in the offseason, so I'm not, not necessarily going to chase that. It's going to be tough, man. You're not going to find much value to them betting the Dodgers on a daily basis. I'm not saying they're not going to win, but you're going to have to look more so at run lines that might not even be – at plus money and what i'll be looking at is team totals hopefully they don't start opening those at five and a half just on a, your regular day but i think you know when they're in cores we'll probably see a team total in the seven and a half eight and a half range numbers that we're just not used to seeing so it's going to be tough to, to find ways to, to bet the dodgers maybe a first five run line hoping that's kind of close to minus 110 or minus 120 when they have a decent size advantage but yeah you're not going to be betting the dodgers on the money line uh this year very often selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. I want to go back to the AL East um, and the Orioles with those injuries. Um, you always try and look at like, Hey, now where can I find, you know, some value in the market? I looked at the blue Jays. I, I still think the Yankees, uh, you know, really don't want to bet into them right now. The blue Jays, there've been some talks. Like, do you think that if Bellinger doesn't go back to Chicago, could he land with Toronto, have them pick up another bat that way? Um, the blue Jays also start the season, I believe with like 10 road games. So, um, wouldn't want to bet them there, but as we get into the year, I think there could be some value on them that way. Um, just give me your thoughts on Bellinger and the Blue Jays, and, and if you think if Bellinger does leave Chicago, where he could end up. Right. I mean, you nailed it. I don't want to bet the Yankees at plus 145 either, especially if you think that the mm-hmm. Orioles are going to get off to somewhat of a hot start that might give you a better number on the Yankees a few weeks into April. Man, it's hard to kind of determine where Cody Bellinger goes because like we talked about if he does sign with the Blue Jays that makes them a legitimate contender like not not only in the AL East but in the American League that's pretty much exactly what their lineup needs right now it's just a masher that's going to hit 30 plus home runs with a decent average in the middle of the lineup I feel like the Blue Jays convinced me every year that this is their year and that they signed all the right guys I was big on them last year as well with the bullpen improvements and then the the, uh 
the improvements on the defense in the outfield. I do wonder if the park hurt them more than they expected. I know they moved the fences around last year and maybe they anticipated more home runs from guys like Springer and Vlad, and that really didn't happen. So I'm a little curious to see if they continue to struggle to hit home runs at home. But man, I feel like I'm always a sucker for the Blue Jays. Yeah, they're 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 kind of like the toxic X that that yeah, you know what? They've changed. <laughs> they're not going to do that anymore or they're going to change or yeah, and then at the end of the day you're like, what just happened? Why am why am I why am I sitting here by myself holding a ticket that I'm not going to be able to cash? So, uh, award season and and I know it's a little weird because, you know, some of these big players don't have a team. Like I like Mookie for MVP in the National League because again, he's moving to second base. What do you, what are you targeting for MVP in each league and the, the Cy Young? So again, this is a market that I don't bet into that often because I do think that you need to do research and work on a weekly basis in the regular season to kind of keep up on where the market has moved. Um, again, these are not bets I've made, but I think Tatis has some value at, at a, around 12 to one or 10 to one there. And then also mm-hmm. Jordan. I mean, I think on any, if he was on a normal team without so many other superstars, he would be more mentioned in the MVP vote, but he was, I saw him at nine to one. I really wanted something better than 10 to one with him, but I'm expecting him to hit 40 plus dongs and, and kind of lead the Astros in the West this season. Those are the two looks I have for uh, MVP, but I haven't bet anything in that market. Let's shift over to the AL Central. Um, Twins, obviously the favorite there. Uh, You know, Royce Lewis getting a lot of momentum. Um, How do you see the Central playing out? Do you think there's value on some of the teams lower down the board? Like we look at a Detroit. I know Kansas City has been a popular team that people are targeting at that number at nine to one. Um, Talk to me just a little bit about what you think of those teams and if there's any value outside of the Twins. I definitely don't think the Royals have any value at this point at, at nine to one. I wouldn't hate uh, having a number at them, you know, at 20 to one or whatever they were a, a month or so ago. I think there was value there. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I have a hard time figuring out the, the Tigers at this point. I need to do a little bit more work on them. They made some solid signings. The rotation looks improved. Their lineup looks a little bit better. But I wonder how how, how they put it all together. So that's a team that I need to look into a little bit more, especially when it comes to their bullpen. But, man, I don't know if you guys saw um, Shane Bieber's videos from last week he's back throwing pretty hard his velocity looks good the pitch shape looks pretty nasty as well if he's back to being an ace their guardians rotation looks fantastic and i do think that they have a little bit of value it's it's hard to bet a team with such a horrible lineup as the guardians have but again their rotation looks pretty stacked the bullpen looks incredible so they're gonna have to win a lot of games like three to one three to two which you know they've they've done in the past so i do think the guardians have a little bit of value but i think this is the twins division to lose even as small favorites at minus 125. yeah that 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 al central that it, it's one of those dream that somebody has got to win it so why not us is, is i guess the, the the mantra of every team he's mlb dream you can find him on x at mlb dreams and mlb analyst for ftn thanks for hanging out with us today my friend and we will definitely be touching base during the regular season coming up College hoops is heating up. You buying the Boilermakers or is it UConn's world? Mark and I will be back. It's BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 